Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. So, Steve. Last week, I kind of, you know, was discussing how I've been bringing around this homeless guy to start editing our show. I know, it's a little scary. Like, I, are you giving him your social? Yeah, well, no, no, I'm not giving him okay, my social. Yeah. I, don't, we don't, I, I pay him in chips. I don't have to give him information. I don't even know his name. We call him Towley, just so you I'm know. I'm scared. Because he's always showering with, the, you know, the hose around the corner, you know, the, the hose in the back. I love that he does that, and then he washes himself, and then he dries himself off with a, a, a carpet sample he has. It's the best thing in the world because he doesn't have a real towel. I'm scared. I'm thinking we could use a few more towelies. We can get a couple more. Like, <coughs> when, I would, when I would, like, you know, go around town, I would see the homeless people and think to myself, you could get a homeless person to be a security guard. Like, all you just need to do is just, like, Pay him in chips too, and then they just sit there and watch your shit and make sure nothing gets stolen. As long as you keep feeding them, you know, I think, and there's no reason for them to steal from you. Are you providing these people a, a place to to sleep? No. Do I pl- provide you a place to sleep? I f- I feel like you're taking advantage of the homeless. No, I'm people. not. They, they're get, for, okay. First of all, they have structure in their life. They have a job. Uh-huh. They have food. Which is their income because I'm paying them in food, uh-huh. right? So I'm it's already working with Tally. I'm literally thinking about getting a second person to be our security guard. It kind of sounds like slavery. It is not slavery. They like it. I'm not forcing anybody to do this with a whip. I'm just bringing people in. And not paying them. Tally fucking likes it, and I'm literally thinking about getting another guy to be our security guard. And you should introduce yourself to Tally. Actually, I'm, he fucking doesn't like that you're not introducing yourself. I don't feel comfortable around Tally. Well, Steve, next time say hello. But first, let's say hello to our listeners. Greetings, Cool Boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Ballard, and next to me is... And I'm Steve... Uh... Oh, so cool. I love when you say, uh, Steve. Um... So does Tally just have to stare at me while we're recording? Like No, he can get out of the room. Tally, do you mind leaving for a second, please? Thanks. There's more chips actually in the uh in the uh kitchen. And what kind of chips are you uh paying paying Tally in? It's oh, tortilla chips. You know those big bags you get at like the at Costco? Yeah. You just get a big bag of that half when you get halfway through a bag, they're stale. Oh, That's man. when you start giving them to Tally. I don't I don't like this. I want to go on Tally record. likes it. I'm going on record. It's fine. He drinks from the water hose nah. out back. He eats nah. some stale fucking tortilla chips. And he gets to fucking edit our episodes <laughs> and post them, publish them, and write descriptions. So he has access to your computer. Our oh, computers. yeah. I give, him, I give him access to everything. Yeah. yeah. We're in simpatico. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I don't think that's so weird, to be honest, Steve. Well, I do. Okay, well, tonight's episode... Tonight's episode is Riddler's Reform. 
This episode was directed by Dan Reba. Story by Alan Burnett, Paul Dini, and Randy Rogel. Teleplay by Randy Rogel. This episode came out on September 24th, 1994. Another Paul Dini. Sorry to interrupt. And this week's <laughs> villain is the Riddler. No, just go ahead. Interrupt about Paul Denny in the middle of me talking uh, you about. Know, it's really the hard episode. to get a word in with you. You just talk, talk, talk. You're not supposed to get a word in when I'm just reading uh, the fucking credits just, of the episode. You never stop, so I just have to like talk. <laughs> Do you just want to yell Paul Denny in the middle? Uh, of yeah, yeah. Stuff? I'll yell Paul Denny whenever I want. Woo! Paul Denny. <laughs> Wikipedia says the Riddler is hired to work for a toy company vowing to turn over a new leaf. But Batman refuses to believe he has changed, and he suspects that the Riddler is still obsessed with outsmarting and defeating him. Now, the Dark Knight must prove the Riddler. Now, the Dark Knight must prove that the Riddler is still a criminal at heart and send him back to such a repeat of like you know the ivy episode with it mm-hmm. her being reformed and then you not knowing if she is or if she isn't yeah and it's also a repeat of the Catwoman episode yeah. where she's reformed and then fucking like scarface has to bring her back in or the ventriloquist or whatever whoever you think is the villain there and then there's the penguin episode i feel like the Catwoman one is has more nuance to it than than um there's other ones because there's been all the like back and forth, but yeah, there, that one isn't as much of like him questioning if she's reformed because she just like poison ivy's all yeah that, poison. Though, right? It's like I felt like this one was very much with the poison ivy of like everybody thinks that she's not. Batman knows, but they could very quickly tell the audience in this one that the Riddler's not reformed. Um, right, you see his perspective pretty quickly on. Well, Poison Ivy, you only find it out at the end, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's like this similar plot line, I guess, that each one's going to go through because they're in Arkham and they're like, well, now I've been rehabilitated. And, you know, it's like a broken system. And, and you know, Batman knows that they're yeah. not. Yeah. Is it? Or is it that we're slowly starting to set up lockup, which I know is coming up soon? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, isn't that what they're trying to say? So it's like a broken system, you know, so. I guess. But, like, I, I almost wonder if all these people are reformed or pretending to be reformed just to get the fuck out of Arkham because lockup's in there, and he's just trashing everybody. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's just like a – it's like – remember how we were talking about how – um, before we met Raish, uh-huh. uh, a long time ago, we were saying, like, you know, Raish talks about in the first episode, he meets Batman. He's like, I've been watching you for a while now. We were, like, watching for a while to see those moments that Raish may have been paying attention to Batman, mm-hmm. like, watching him from a distance kind of thing. We may have found a couple episodes. I wonder if this reform that we get here, and, and then next week we have Second Chance where, you know, someone else is reformed, and then the following week we have. Harley's Holiday, where somebody else is reformed, and then literally after that is lockup. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if we've started a a series of reformed criminals, quote unquote, because whether they actually are reformed and then they get drawn back into it somehow, or they were just pretending to be reformed so they could actually cause more crime. I'm wondering if this is because it's like, hey, lockup is in Arkham and he's fucking these dudes up, and they want to get the fuck out of there no matter what yeah it could be it's three episodes in a row of reformed criminals 
after already having a Catwoman, Poison Ivy, and Penguin episode prior to this. But the difference, yeah, probably has, I don't know, yeah. But that's like production-wise versus uh, airing-wise. All those sort of... So, yeah, we're we're discussing this production-wise. Yeah. You know what I hate about this episode? What? I hate that we missed out on how the Riddler got the fuck out of that VR situation. (laughs) He was trapped in VR. He was so fucking trapped that Batman was literally like, like, like... Well, it'll take someone as smart as the Riddler to figure out how to get the Riddler out of that one. And that's that. <laughs> Case closed. And everyone walked away and left him trapped. For sure. I thought he was dead. I thought his, I thought he was, like, zombified. You, yeah, you assume he's gone forever. And then the reality is, is, no, he just got out. He just got out. Who cares? What I do like in this episode is that they're setting up again. They're like making a larger world, like in, on the TV. They're talking about Penguin, and uh, you know his heist or whatnot, and Riddler's basically. Uh, but this is a Riddler episode, you know. So it's just like in the background, there's just stuff kind of going on, uh, or Penguin's on trial, I guess. Which is kind of a nice little setup for later in the episode when we see Penguin, right? Uh-huh. That's, well, it, it's it's good. It's nice. It's well it's well put together for the most part. Um, I kind of like how there's these sly riddles in this episode uh-huh. where, you know, Riddler will talk to Batman and be like, you know, it's ancient history. You'll never see it again. I'm a new man. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like Batman's like, oh, shit. Got Look at that it. shit. Yeah. It says antiques on the TV and new man on the TV. Newman, our Newman's antiques have been, you know, broken into. Mm-hmm. You know, or you, it's just that kind of stuff. I like that. I also like how the other one was like, Riddler did the toy ad, the toy commercial, yeah, yeah. and he puts coordinates on the on the and on the fucking it. board. Yeah, and then yeah, it's when he flips it is the is the actual riddle. So it's like, oh, it's not this fucking bank downtown. It's actually Ten mm-hmm. Leslie. You know, and then you're like, oh, of course. What I liked, uh, of course, about this scenario is that the Riddler. You know, they have this sort of, like, legal part, I guess, I guess, the attorney in me, but, like, the, he's selling his trademark, he's selling his, his, you know, himself at, you know, to sell toys. I thought that was, like, um, really interesting. And they, they do that a lot in this, this series. Mm-hmm. They have the whole thing with Joker trying to sell his fish and trademark it, you yep. know. But, um... Uh, kind of a throwback to the 89 Batman movie where they had Joker on TV. It feels like that's kind of just continuing that same callback and, and almost I creating I think it was based a, on a comic book, that that bit. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Well, the comic the books all the time fit. in the 80s uh, did, went to TV, right? I mean, that's one of the best parts about The Dark Knight Returns is that you just, you just cut to news broadcasts like a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a good chunk of that book is news broadcasts. It's weird. Um, you kind of have to get used to reading news broadcasts, and that's something that I honestly is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine in, in comics. Spawn did that a lot, where you just be in news broadcasts, and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't fucking want to read a news broadcast. Yeah. Like, I just want to see the cool shit. I think, uh, especially when you're like a 12 year old kid, you're just looking for the action. Yeah, Dark Knight Returns was garbage when I was a kid, and it's like amazing now. And, like, Spawn kind of, I don't know, kind of towed the line where, like, it would be, like, either, like, you know, a little too heady for me, and I was just like, whatever. 
but it had enough nudity and violence and you know Tom McFarlane art that I was just like, okay, I can just do this. I can just do this all the way. I actually bailed on Spawn though. I, don't I think remember around thirty six. There being nudity. I just remember it being. No, um... uh, it wasn't necessarily like straight up nudity, but there was like things like when the when the uh, ice cream guy, the child molester, goes to like hell. There's like some slightly nude chicks in hell. Um, Angel. Angela, who's the angel uh-huh. bounty hunter that's chasing Spawn, like she gets practically naked a whole mm-hmm. bunch. In it. Uh, yeah, there, you know she switched over to Marvel. The Angela, she's a Thor character now in Marvel. Hmm. Yeah, she actually like went to Marvel and like this whole that had this whole thing with with like fucking Thor. I, it's actually one of those things. Where, like, wow, that'd be fucking awesome if you could somehow tie Spawn into Marvel's MCU and bring in Angela. Well, they had a Spawn and Batman uh, crossover. They did. I never read I it. I got it. Yeah. I never read it. It was okay. All those things are, are you know, The fun. crossovers suck. Some of them are okay. Some of them are fun. They're rarely good, though, because they're so, like, there's too many hands in the cookie jar in that one, right? There's too many chefs in the Did kitchen. Did you ever read like, uh, the Marvel Zombies? No, I never read Th- that. Those are that was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, okay, was that good? It, yeah, I, it depends, but it like uh, it was like a crossover of all the Marvel comic characters, I guess. Um, I guess it's not a crossover. All between. in one location. But uh, it was that was that's fun. We're talking about too much Marvel, Steve. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We should be talking about DC and Batman. But, yeah, you know, I thought uh, on this episode that uh, I wanted – I was a little interested in those toys that uh, Riddler made. Like, what was that pyramid thing? Um, they should have made that as a toy. And those – It's nothing, though. You can't make it into a toy. It's literally I love those toys. There's, like, you know, these toys that, you, that are, like, these wood pieces that – when you break apart are just like wood pieces but if you like put together in a certain way you know make a shape or can form yeah you know, those are that's what i thought that my mom has a bunch of that i thought stuff. that was got uh, a lot of puzzles like that my little brother's retarded for that stuff it's amazing that's what i thought that cube boy or that pyramid was is one of those sort of things yeah but like i don't think that was specific one like they show it like solved mm-hmm. right and it's like no way in hell you could get that from the actual like pyramid that he hands Robin. So it's just a, it's animation. Like it's it's just like it's like one of those things. Like the 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 puzzle is animation. Don't only. don't like ruin it for do no. It. They the just like the hoverboard. They're the, those real. are real. You know they're all real. They can make it. They just aren't making it. All right, man. You got well, that. We'll see. I got it. Did you notice, by the way, that uh, when Riddler sees the hot chicks, oh, his dick makes a sound effect? No, I did not, but I, uh, his face made a, a, like, sound effect. Dude, there's a boing. <laughs> there's a legit boing when he fucking sees the first chick that walks up to him. I thought that there's was his uh, face. You took, that, no. you took that as his pants. Faces don't make boings. <laughs> See? He just solved the fucking puzzle, or he's trying to right now. Yeah, he can't. But it looks like a cool puzzle. That guy's name is Baxter, right? The guy that Riddler's working uh-huh. for? His name is, like, C. Baxter, Charles Baxter, or something like that. And in the VR episode, What is Reality? Robin talks about the Baxter box, mm-hmm. right? He calls it the Baxter box, I thought, right? Yeah. Is that Baxter? I guess so. 
because Rubik is a guy. You know, I think that, uh, yeah, maybe that because it's like a toy. Yeah, maybe it's yeah, the Rubik instead of the Baxter box. I like how he um, talks to himself in the mirror. Why? I don't know. It's just such a, like a weird touch, I guess. He's all full of himself. I like how he says he'll never go back to Arkham because he's scared <laughs> shitless. Good point. And I didn't, I didn't think up. about it. When do they say in lockup when uh, he started working there? I'm sure they do. I'm, I, Batman at some point will be like, he's been working there for 18 months or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, there's something. You know, I don't like the lockup episode. Spoiler alert. Oh no. I didn't like it as a kid, but I am looking forward to it more so now that I've kind of come up with this new theory. Theory, mm -hmm. yeah. How exciting! I'm so excited. I just can't hide it, Steve. I could. Are you it. excited? No. Steve, do you like this episode? Um, you know, I thought that it's okay. <laughs> you don't seem interested in this episode at all. You don't care for. You know, I've noticed you don't care for Riddler episodes. Is that because I told you I like Riddler so much? No. That talk about and you're it. just like you're oh the one that, that talks. Balor likes Riddler. What do you? Mean, I'm gonna man? give him the old cold I shoulder. I have no idea. You usually try to be the one that always leads and talks about what's going on. So I'm letting you do that. You're not, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm trying to manage Towley over here. In you're the corner not doing and chips. so. You're not talking Tally, about anything. Can you not eat chips in here, please? Thank you. Thanks, Tally. Out. Out. You know you treat him like a human being. They're human. I am. I just had you, you, simple words. Simple words. No. Simple words. No, simple commands. No, it's disgusting how you close the door. Thank him. you. All right. So, anyways, um, okay. This is garbage. Honestly. Yeah. So you're not a fan. The riddles are garbage. Usually we get like real riddles. This one was kind of just like sly little sloppy riddles and stuff like that. Like even the one that leads to the final act where it's like we're all started with toys. And then Robin's all like, the Toy Fair. Like, I don't fucking actually understand that riddle at all. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, was it ever set up earlier in the episode that he started his job at the Toy Fair? Yeah. What the fuck does the Toy Fair have anything to do with where it all started? Because he was a computer programmer, wasn't he? I don't understand the Toy Fair thing. There must be some I – must, I must have missed something in this episode where they set the Toy Fair up. And I feel bad that I'm bringing it up. And then pointing out that I don't know it. But, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't understand this fucking riddle at all. Well, it's not about him. It's not It's not about the Riddler. I think he's just talking about a toy fair. <laughs> it's but, stupid. Come on, but, but, but how? How how would you, like, discern that? Like, would you be like, oh, shit, toy fair? Of course. Like, I don't understand how Robin got that. And every single episode prior to this... All of the Riddler's riddles made sense. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was a single one we were like, uh, what? Oh, no, there was the one about, like, a 300-pound gorilla that Alfred knew. And, and he was like, any old schoolboy would know that one. And we're like, what? what? I've never heard that one before. There was one other riddle, I guess. But this episode just seemed a little sloppy in its riddles. I liked how the first two seemed sly and smart. But it's just this Toy Fair one, and I just went, okay, so maybe they weren't all smart. Like, they were just being sloppy. I don't know. And then he saves himself by going in the safe. Classic. Yeah, so here's a quick question for you. If Batman jumps into the safe to escape the explosion the Riddler has for him, 
who lets Batman out of the safe? I don't think he like uh, he he held on to it. He didn't he didn't shut it. You know. He didn't shut the safe door. He just cooked inside the safe and was blasted away by the the concussive force of the explosion. Because he can't close it from the inside. Is there? I would figure if you closed it from the inside with force of like momentum of like starting to close the door and then hopping in, I'm figuring it would just close on itself. I don't think it would. And if latch. the blast was strong enough, it would open the door. Or it would it would keep it shut because it would be pushing it. Depends on which way the hinges are, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Right. Well, Steve, uh-huh. I don't think it did because it looks like the explosion actually came from the right and the hinges were on the left, so it should have blasted open the door. Oh, wow. Unless Batman closed it and locked it. So, who let Batman out of the <laughs> fucking safe? Robin or, or <laughs> Alfred. But Batman, like, shows up by himself to go, like, bust Riddler. Because he's pissed off. <laughs> he is pissed off. Yep. Well, we get a nice little Joker and Two-Face cameo in this episode, you know, at the very end when we're, like, panning through Arkham cells. And it was a nice, fun little quick nod to let us know that these villains are in prison, which is actually going to be important for next week's episode, Second Chance, because Two-Face comes back to haunt us. Mm-hmm. Steve, I gave this episode a two-and-a-half out of five boys. It would have been maybe, like, a... a Two out of five boys, but I'll give it an additional .5 boys for the boing sound effect they gave the Riddler's Erection. Ooh. That's yeah. all it takes. That's all it takes for you me. You give it a five. Good erection sound effect will give me easily a half a boy. Maybe a boy. But just a but half a boy. This one doesn't get a boy. This so, is a half a boy. You should say that again. <laughs> That's a funny sentence. I don't know. It sounds creepy. Anyways... I give it. You sound creepy. Yeah, not liking erections. Two out of two. I give it two boys. I love my erection. Mm-hmm. I, I get a super strong erection every morning. Still. <laughs> Good to know. I I get an erection every morning like a ten year old boy. Sound, like starting puberty. It sounds like you're gonna try to give a commercial for like some supplement or something. And it's because I take vitamin D. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, where are you going? We haven't talked about a nudge. Steve, all right. Well, Steve's going to go out and get some water. I'm going to tell you about a nudge real quick. Anuj Agarwal is the founder of Speedspot, and he created a list called the Top 25 Batman Podcasts on the Web. We are number 10. And you can find this list at blog.feedspot.com backslash Batman underscore podcast backslash. You can also find that link in the description below. Cool Boy Nation, tune in next week. Same Cool Bat time, same Cool Bat channel. Cool Boy Bat Nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of Riddler's Reform or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at batmanandbeyondcoolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the Cool Boys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys. Also, review us on iTunes. You can donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. 
You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy, Bat Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Bat Ballard. And that's Bat Bizies from Bat Steve. So cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond. Oh.